and all that jazz. That's kind of a weird beginning song, but uh, there's a reason. Uh, this is the Pack Brothers Podcast from sunny Orlando, Florida, the city beautiful. This is the Pack Brothers Podcast. I am David Pack, and joining me as always is my identical twin brother, Michael. Yes. Hello, all you out there in podcast land. Thank you for listening. All right. This episode is brought to you by uh, what, Michael? This episode is brought to you by Gold Peak Tea. Gold Peak. Yeah, there's, I mean, you've got several choices out there in your tea uh, options. You've got Lipton and I think Brisk, and there's several kinds. Pure Leaf. Pure Leaf is a, it's a pretty famous one now. Yeah, Snapple is in the tea business as well. Okay, but I think Gold Peak stands sort of head and shoulders above the rest because, especially its diet, it tastes more like the tea, just sweet. No, no uh, weird lemony undercurrent or aftertaste or anything like that, which kind of kills artificial teas for me. Now, some people, they like an, alert, <laughs> an Arnold Palmer. That's hard to say sometimes. <laughs> it's a tongue twister. And that is obviously half tea, half lemonade. And, you know, that's popular uh, with some people. They like that, I guess, that kind of twang or zip that it adds to their tea, but I prefer your straight-up sweet, sweet tea. And the the best on the market that I've been able to find that uh, combats that kind of acidic, I don't know if it's a preservative, if it's just a... Yeah, the absorbic, ascorbic acid or whatever. <laughs> uh, that might be what it is. I'm not sure. But whatever that taste is, the least amount of it that you will get is in a Gold Peak tea product unless it has lemonardi added into it just for fun. Yeah, so uh, your taste may vary, but as for me and my house, we enjoy the, uh, the straight-up <laughs> sweet tea. <laughs> yeah, right, exact. And um, what Snapple has, are they the ones that do like the ru- Rubius? I don't know how to say that. Rubik's I think cube so. Ru- ru- Rubius. Ru- <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know, but it's some kind of weird. I can't. R-O-O-B-I-O-S. I don't know. It's good I stuff. Uh, yeah, it, that's not bad. I would give that a good second place, but Gold Peak takes place of pride from a, a, a sweet tea standpoint. Takes a proverbial cake. It does take that cake, and you can't have your cake and eat it too. Nope, can't do it. I don't care if it is your cake. <laughs> what <laughs> else would you do with cake? I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, what we began um, the podcast with a song, um, and we'll explain why we did that now. Uh, we'll... Let me back up a little bit and sort of set the table here. Our, um, my brother and myself, our parents were in from West Virginia down here and uh, visiting us in Florida because it's nice and sunny, and they wanted to visit 
Disney World because why wouldn't you? And so we were able to set them up with getting them, you know, their tickets and their fast passes all figured out. We were able to go up to Disney and join them in the evening a few times, which was fun to, you know, get to spend time with them and help sort of navigate them uh, through the different rides and stuff. Yeah, they brought us to Disney when we were very young. I think at ages four and six, we were able to go to Disney. I still have some, although somewhat vague, still fairly clear memories from those trips. Loads these many years ago. They were nice enough to make that sacrifice and bring us. And so there's certainly no sacrifice on our end to help them along and let them know what the good parts of the park that we know that they would enjoy based on what we know about them and the other sites of the park they might not enjoy as much. So it was a very fun time. The weather cooperated for the most part, and it was, uh, you know, how can you not have fun in Disney? That's right. Well, one reason, <laughs> one possible way you can't have fun is if you have a health scare, which is uh, what our dad experienced on a Monday evening. They were at we were on our way to Jungle Cruise. Everything was looking good, and he was having um, some trouble with his heart. He had a concern about the rapid pulse, and so they ended up having to have to leave the park uh, by ambulance, which is, which is not the way you want to leave uh, Disney. I mean, the, let me shorten that story a little bit. He's fine, but the only bad thing is he had to leave the park early that day. Didn't get to see the fireworks and the very impressive castle show. But there was a, a gentleman who worked at Disney there in the first aid uh, portion, I think, named Trevor. And he said, I'm going to give your parents another day onto their ticket. And I thought, well, how nice is that? And we went to check the next day, and he hadn't added the day to it. And so we thought, well, we'll just talk to guest services, and we'll get this matter cleared up. Not a problem. But... <laughs> While we were waiting in line to get the matter resolved, which we finally did with a little help from our buddy, David Sloan. He was always uh, there to help out and stuff like that. He made he made, keeps the magic in motion there. And while I was waiting in line at guest services, though, there was another patron of Disney there, and she was not happy. She was quite the princess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you, you'll have to take the lead on this story. I can't really chime in too much except for counterpoint here and there because I was not involved in the discussion. I mean, you weren't involved in the discussion no, no, either, but you could hear what was going on. Yeah, I was eavesdropping on the discussion. She was making her dissatisfaction known to the the, the poor, hapless uh, guest services person working at Epcot that day. Right, sort of guest relations person in Talking about a job, I think, oh, it would be fun maybe to work at Disney uh, doing this, that, or the other, but working guest services I don't think wouldn't be up my alley because it's mostly a lot of complaints. And this lady was no exception. Uh, <laughs> and this is what it boiled down to. It was Valentine's Day, which, you know, is a, I guess a good day to go to Disney. Now, she was by herself, so you take that however Aww. you want to. Yeah. <laughs> now, and Maybe a good point to bring up at some point. How old was this? This princess was probably about late twenties, early thirties, I would say. Yeah. So her Majesty was not, you know, uh, young by the definition of 
may be the type of person who would be making the complaint that she's making. Well, her major complaint was she waited in line a long time because she wanted to meet Flynn Rider. And now who is Flynn Rider? Flynn Rider is the love interest of <laughs> Rapunzel in the movie Tangled. Yes. It, and is, is he a real person or a fictional character? I mean, he is definitely a fictional okay. character. There All is right. no real person. He's not a real prince even. Oh, very interesting. Okay. But, but the problem was she just kept saying, well, I waited in line for this. I took time off of work to do this, and I'm an annual pass holder, and I pay a lot of money for this, but I keep it up because <laughs> I, I enjoy you know, going to, <laughs> to uh, Disney and seeing all these things. But I waited in line for hours, and they were giving, you know, letting these people go through, and they let people in front of me, and so I didn't get to meet Flynn Rider. I'm very disappointed. And, you know, the poor guy, <laughs> he's like, well, you know, what do you want me to do? And he suggested that she write someone at Disney, and she shot back saying, well, why do I have to write someone? Why don't they write me? Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which still, you know, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't make any sense, but... I mean, clearly, if the princes are real, they have somebody in their, you know, character collection that can read minds and can detect when someone has not had a very good day and can take that pen to paper and make that right as best they can. <laughs> you would think so. But <laughs> but she wasn't done. She just kept going on and on. She's saying, this was a very unmagical experience. <gasps> oh, my goodness. And that's, like <laughs> that's one of the cruelest things you can say at Disney, I think, <laughs> that it was unmagical. <laughs> right. Of course, they are, you know, where dreams come true is their uh, masthead, basically, when you drive onto their resort property. So, oh, my goodness, to claim that you had a less than magical day is... That's grounds for, you know, uh, <laughs> fighting almost, or at least to make them really regret anything that they've done to cause you to not have just the most magical day that you've ever experienced on their property. Right, but she was not done with her grievances at that point. She continued on, and she said, well, also, when I was getting, you know, because she had pictures with other princesses in, at the time, I think, and she said, and they never spend much time with me. Because they'll, <laughs> be they'll be little kids, and they'll interact with them and talk to them and, you know, get an autograph or then a picture. And when I went up there, they just hurried me up there and took my picture and didn't even speak to me. Oh, dear. <laughs> so she, wants, <laughs> she wanted the full princess treatment. Yeah, I guess that she just wanted them to just completely take over, walk around the park with her, maybe show them... Show her their castle or, you know. <laughs> try to ride Small World together. Right. Go dress shopping or, or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I have no idea what kind of experience that she thought she was going to have or if she was, land, you know, operating into some delusion. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> she was definitely delusional. I can uh, tell you that for sure. Uh, but just looking at her and her attitude, I'm thinking that she probably is going to have some serious trouble finding a prince uh, <laughs> in her life. Disney or otherwise. I just don't know what she expected them to do. I mean, did she think that they were going to grab one of their characters and have them come up to the I front? I, I think that's what she wanted because she kept saying, I want to meet Flynn Rider. I want to meet Flynn Rider. Oh, my goodness. Like they were going to get whoever dresses up and pretends to be Flynn Rider that day, bring him out, let her hug him or whatever <laughs> she wanted to do, you know, <laughs> God kidnap knows. him and turn into a misery situation in her basement or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. 
hit him with a frying pan. I don't know what <laughs> kind of dream she was think she was going to have that he would leave Rapunzel or whatever <laughs> fictional like character. Take one look at her and the music would start and <laughs> the birds would start talking and stuff like that. I, d- I don't know why she was playing that. Yeah. And she, ma'am, he is not a real person. He's yeah, not she, doesn't, she didn't know that. Right. She. I don't know what. I mean, that's just, <laughs> that's creepy almost if you think about it. I uh, I don't know what kind of, you know, plans she had, but it was very strange. And to think about the poor guy at Guest Relations. I, I know he just kept sort of shrugging his shoulder, and I could I could hear her clearly. I could not hear what he was saying because he was trying to keep very low and measured tones and trying to calm her down. I guess, but I don't think it was working. I saw her walking away later, and she did not look satisfied. Yeah, it's probably part of the training that they get that no matter how wacky the request is, and I think this has to rate as maybe one of the top ten wacky requests this person has gotten. I can't think of any on the top of my head that would really beat this. I'm sure if I put some time and thought and effort into it, I could, but this was really strange to me, and I'm sure I would, if I were him, I would be looking around saying, who put you up to this? Did somebody say, hey, give this guy a hard time? You can't really be serious to me right now saying that you want to meet Flynn Rider and expecting me to produce this fictional character for your pleasure and enjoyment. Yeah, I know, but um, it happened. So, yeah, um, some people that go to Disney really get into it. Uh, yeah, maybe too much. <laughs> yeah. And this is coming from a very big Disney fan here. Exactly. I like Donald Duck. <laughs> I don't think Donald Duck's real. Nope, definitely not. Goodness. All right, uh, I can't help but look at the table here, and you have uh, a cornucopia of different snacks in front of you. Why is that? <laughs> because when I walk through the grocery store, or Walmart, or whatever grocery section that I walk through, I have to look for the new snacks. And when I see the new snacks, I have to buy the new snacks so that I can try the new snacks. I see six bags of chips yeah. in front of you. <laughs> I'm sure that the people at Walmart thought, <laughs> look, fatso, you know, maybe... <laughs> well, no, they may have thought he's throwing a party. Uh, yeah, I guess a fat guy's party. Yeah, Mardi Gras coming up, uh, maybe, <laughs> right? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. I, I thought that was is. done. Uh, I, I don't celebrate uh, Mardi Gras. So something, I don't know. Something's coming up. Well, something's always coming up, no doubt. <laughs> That's right. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, if the bag says new, I have to try it. So there were lots of bags this time, and so that's a good reason to use the self-checkout when you're buying a bunch of things that you don't want to get that weird look from the cashier. Like, why are you buying so many chips? Why all the junk food? And there's one, one we didn't get, because um, I'm looking for a smaller bag, and it's the, uh, we'll go into in a second why we didn't get the larger bag, I guess. So what do we have here? Yeah, yeah, so we have a lot of Lay's chips here. You know, every year Lay's does a Do Us a Flavor contest, and we have new options this year. And um, I hadn't seen it before. I think they're new. Yeah, they're new, they're new. The Everything I've seen about them, they look like they're new. Okay, so there is a kettle cooked. I like kettle chips, by the way. Some people don't like them. They're too sharp or too crunchy, but I think they're an improvement upon the regular chip because they're crunchier. So this is a kettle cooked garden tomato and Asiago. And don't worry, we're not going to try these right now. and crunch into the microphones, and maybe it'll be a blog post, or maybe uh, I mean we could do it on a future episode, but I don't think there will be that much demand for it. If we get overwhelming 
demand, uh, which I don't see happening. Uh, but no, we can at least write some blog. I'm about more it. than happy to blog about it or put a tweet up or something about how I thought each of these went or how we thought each went. But I, I have. You know, I'm looking forward to this Garden Tomato Asiago. It sounds refreshing. It doesn't sound like it's going to be too heavy of a nope. chip. And I, I like tomatoes and Asiago cheese, so I'm all about that. And there's another juice of flavor. Yes. Southwestern queso. Mm, now, see, I'm intrigued by that one. Now, I don't know how much or how well that's going to transfer to a potato chip. I think it sounds more like a tortilla chip flavor, but I got hopes. It definitely makes more sense. This should have been a Tostito joint that they should have done Southwestern queso. Although that hint of jalapeno, that's the way to go with or your or hint Tostitos. Or hint of Did I say jalapeno? You did. Okay. That I'm looking at one of the other chip bags, and I got my wires crossed. Yeah, hint of lime. That's very good. But this is Southwestern queso. Um, I'm very skeptical of how this is going to translate into a chip. It's just that I think it's kind of a complex flavor. Mm -hmm. So that might be difficult. All right, and usually I think of queso, I think of like warm, so I don't know how to go to a cold chip. The other flavor for the duos of flavor we didn't pick up, is there's a big bag, and we thought, I just want a small bag of this. It's beers and brats, which I'm Is it beer or beer cheese? I can't remember. It's I think it's beer, beers and brats, which it might be beer cheese, and if so, that's fine. But still, I just don't know how well that's going to transfer into to a chip. Yeah, I, I'm not a beer drinker. I'm a teetotaler. So, look that up. But it's just something that I have no desire. Beer and brats. Yeah, I just double confirmed. I, would, I, I was trying to save it, honestly, thinking, well, maybe it's beer cheese. Afraid not. Beer and brats. Because I don't know anybody who says, even a beer drinker, that thinks all oh, this tastes delicious. It, you know, oh, you got to get used to it. Yeah, I want this in chip form. Yeah, right. I want it. I want you know what's not you know what's missing from my beer the crunch <laughs> and the salt. So very strange. Uh, maybe it's a good combination beer and brats. I don't know. I'll never know. Uh, but I don't think I don't have high hopes. I think a small bag is the way to go. I just want to taste one chip just to see how frankly vile I think it's going to be, and then confirm it. Right. What else we got over there? We got I, I see some uh, baked. That's a healthy option there, I guess. Yeah, you know, if you're looking for baked chips, I think a baked plain chip is pretty terrible for a choice, but they do have some baked options that are very good. Baked Cheetos are pretty great with regards to being a healthy alternative to Cheetos because they taste very, very similar. You can fool yourself. B uh, baked cheddar and sour cream. Ridges, also a good one. But this is oven-baked roasted garlic and ranch. Yeah. Which so I think has a lot of promise. I do. I do like a ranch flavor, even an artificial ranch flavor. It's hard to hard to mess that up. Garlic, that's the part that could send this going in a bad direction. Depends on how heavy or light they treat it. Right. If it's an artificially, that's not a word, an artificial-esque, very artificial flavor of garlic, that will hurt it quite a bit. Um, but maybe the ranch will save it. I don't know. It's 65% yeah. less fat than a normal chip, though. So that's something for you. Now, this next one, it just totally blew my mind when I saw it. Um, it's a new type of Lay's. It's not ridged. It's like not ridged. It's not kettle cooked. It's poppable. And they're perfectly poppable, crispy potato bites is how they're called. And it's a sea salt flavor. Yeah, they're not potato chips. I don't know. They, they describe it in the bag as light texture and airy, crispy crunch. <laughs> the new Lay's popples that makes you go, 
Mmm. So it's a thing that makes you go, mmm. Yeah, like like the old song says. Um, it says 30 pieces per serving. So I don't know who, who's really going to measure all those out. I measure my servings in handfuls unless I'm really, really <laughs> trying to diet, in which case I break out the food scale and I measure it by the grams. A cup is about 28 grams, by the way, just to let you know. Good, good to know. Good to know. But poppables, I'd... And they have a lot of promise for me. I like trying a new chip and not just a new flavor, but this is like a new uh, technique, I guess. <laughs> it's a new concept. It's not a Pringle. No. It's no. not a normal chip. No, that's almost like a waffle fry of chip. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. I haven't opened the bag. We haven't tried any of these, as we said, but there's a lot of, well, a lot of interest in these. Our faithful followers, I'm sure, will follow yeah, up on Both of them. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so a couple more. Uh, this is... You're seeing a lot more of a natural take on things. Yeah, no organic and no artificial flavors, no artificial colors, no hormones or GMO or what have you. But this is a Cheetos Puffs, pure delicious. It's just simply Cheetos Puffs, white cheddar jalapeno. I like that combination. Yeah, I do like a jalapeno. That's why I said jalapeno earlier because I was looking at these and Chester Cheetos <laughs> staring back at me and saying, try this. You're ready to open it up and say, I'm all about this. Right, he's carrying a crate. That's full of cheese and peppers, which is strange because it's, you know, I, that's obviously the flavors, but I think he'd be carrying chips. But he wants to show you the ingredients they're made with, I guess. He's very proud. Yeah, it's all natural. No, nothing funny, no funny business in these chips. <laughs> no, guess. no funny business. And lastly, we got a smart food brand. Now, smart food is a great snack. It's, I guess, healthy. Smart food like popcorn, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. Smart, <laughs> yeah, smart food popcorn, I guess. Smart say. food is a great snack. And I thought, well... What do, you, what do you mean? That's nonsense if I don't give you the context. Yeah, smart food popcorn is a good uh, snack. I enjoy white cheddar, their usual flavor. There's also a jalapeno flavor in this new flavor I hadn't seen before. It, may, it might not be new, but it's new to me. Parmesan garlic. I like the sound of that. I like Parmesan garlic, not so much unless it's like a really weak garlic. But, yeah, so there's six different chips that we have on the docket to try. I don't know how long it'll take us to get through those. Probably a sadly short amount of time. <laughs> but uh, at any rate, you can look forward to hearing those um, being described in a tweet or a blog or something in the future, assuming that you are interested in that type of thing. We will give you the information. Yeah, you will get it to you if you need it. There's also a new Oreo alert. I feel like there should be, like... We should have some production for that, like some music or a, <laughs> a jingle or a, a warning, like a klaxon, like red alert or right, some sirens or something. But new Oreo alert, new Oreo alert, it is Peeps Oreos. So you've got the golden Oreo cookie, thank heavens, they didn't use the chocolate cookie, which is what normally you used in Oreos, but they're Peeps Oreos, limited edition, and the cream in the middle is marshmallow Peeps flavor cream. So how can you go wrong with that? Yeah, I do like a good Peep. And if you look at it, and this is the part that really is making me excited, it's crunchy sugar crystals in the cream. So it's like you're eating a Peep and an Oreo like they had a child. <laughs> and you know, but you're not eating children, so no. don't feel too bad about that. <laughs> no, that's very intriguing. I think that that's, look, they had to put something in there with the crunchy crystal sugar because that's, that, that's a very big part of the Peeps experience if there is such a thing. That's right. Which, you know, another tip 
If you let your peeps sit out for a while, they somehow get even better. Yeah, op- open the package and then just walk, walk away <laughs> <That's right. laughs> for you know a few days, and they'll be a little bit stale, but that's not a bad thing. That's a feature, not a bug. You want them to be a little bit chewier, I think. It helps. So we've got all kinds of snacks here for, the, you know, uh, I guess for a lunch or a dinner or for dessert here, but... <laughs> yeah, you want to have these chips for lunch and dinner. Well, I mean, as a side. Oh, I know. I'm just kind of giving <laughs> you a hard time. Uh, with your burger or a sandwich or whatnot. That's part of a balanced meal. Yes. But uh, is there anything new on the breakfast front? There is. There are, I should say, some new offerings in the breakfast world. General Mills has been very busy in their secret laboratories or however they manufacture these uh, sweets. Uh, not sweets, but sweet cereals, I guess. Yes. And uh, I saw three that caught my eye. I didn't get these. I'm not a big cereal person. I do like cereal, but I don't usually eat cereal with milk in the bowl, which is kind of a weird thing. I understand, but that's just how I roll. Uh, But I saw three different cereals. The first one was, I think it was called Keebler Elf. Yeah, Keebler Elf cereal. Right, which, what are you doing out of the the tree? That's where they make their cookies and their delicious... um, Snacks. They're your, what? They're the ones who make the fudge stripes. The, e, the everybody loves fudge. El fudge cookies. Obviously, they're the chocolate chip cookies. The elves have been very busy for many years making snacks, and we've all been enjoying them. And now, apparently, they're trying to break into our mornings into the cereal business. Yeah, it is. I mean, just straight up, the name of it is Keebler cereal with chocolate chip cookies. Very intriguing. Now, of course, the king of the uh, morning cookie cereal is Cookie Crisp. That's been around for as long as I can remember. And Cookie Crisp is a very good cereal. Uh, It's very sweet, of course, but you're buying a cereal named Cookie Crisp. I don't think that's going to come as any shock to you. But this has got chocolate chip cookie-shaped cereal pieces in it as well. And with real mini chocolate chip cookies as part of it. That seems really dangerous. <laughs> it does. It, uh, cookies are invading the, the cereal space. Yeah. I'm, speaking of which, the other two that we saw were Girl Scout cookie cereals. And one was a caramel chocolate, which is, I'm sure, based on the Sam- Samoas. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was Thin Mint. Thin Mint cereal. How can that be bad? I will answer you. It cannot. <laughs> the question is, how can that be good for you? How can it be anything <laughs> but just teeth-rotting sweetness? The Girl Scouts have been on a roll with regards to getting their product out in new and exciting ways. They've had their cookies being sold for years, but uh, recently they've branched out into snack bars where you could buy Thin Mint bars and Samoa bars was that a, who was that, Quaker um, or Nestle? Nestle. Nestle, okay. And then also in Nest Quick Drinks, there was a Thin Mint flavored milk and a Samoa flavored milk. So this is all good stuff. And they were delicious. They, they were very, very good. If you liked those cookies, you would like the milk. And I don't know how the cereal would be, but I imagine they're very good at making their flavors uh, be able to show up in yeah. other forms right? without any kind of loss of quality. So I would definitely try those. Oh, Pop, I didn't get the, re- the reason I didn't get the boxes is that they were family size boxes and I thought there's no way I'm going to get through all these boxes of cereal with my already, already I've got a bunch of little Pop-Tarts and things like that in my pantry. So there, it just didn't make any sense to buy those. 
Yeah, and I'm looking at the page here. They're talking about the Keebler cereal, and they have featured products like maybe you want to try this too. And it caught my eye because I think I've seen it in the store before, but I've never got it yet. But it's, it's a new flavor of Frosted Flakes, which I hadn't seen, which is Cinnamon Frosted Flakes. I saw those. They were there, too. Okay, see? If I saw that, I might have picked it up because I'm a big Cinnamon fan. Yeah, I, I, I thought, you know, the reason I didn't is because they're so sweet already. So a, a sweet on top of sweet might be too much. Yeah. But, but I do like cinnamon. But needless to say, we are <laughs> ch chock full of uh, things to try. So be on the lookout in the upcoming days um, for stuff like that. Yeah, if you, if, you, if you see any snacks that you think that we might be interested in, get a hold of us through our usual social media uh, cues. We usually pitch these at the end of the episode, but I'll go ahead and throw them out there now. Facebook.com slash Podcast, P-A-C-K-B-R-O-S podcast. You can get us at packbrospodcast at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter at packbrospodcast. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a nice five-star review, which we do have a review from our bestest listener, our buddy Cal. Yes, thank uh, you, Cal. You didn't have to do that, but you probably got tired of us asking, and you just went ahead and did it, and we appreciate it. We're still waiting on a, uh, a first email. Whatever it is, we, I promise I'll read it verbatim. And uh, <laughs> That's a big promise. I don't know if we want to make that. <laughs> and we will address whatever issue is brought up. Yeah, that's, uh, we'll do our best to accommodate our listener in, the, in parentheses, the letter S, maybe assuming we have listeners. <laughs> exactly. I think we do. Well, uh, crypto is scratching out the door, and uh, he's feeling better, by the way. He was under the weather for a while, uh, coughing quite a bit. There was one night where he just coughed every hour and kept me up, so I took him to the vet the next day. This is I try to keep this short because I don't want to do too much complaining, but this is kind of worth complaining about. <laughs> um, dropped him off, and they said, we need to keep him, give him an IV. We're going to do... A blood test and x-rays and all these things. And he was just acting really puny when we brought him in. And probably because he was up all night coughing. But we didn't know if this was something that was going to be very serious. He obviously, we can't say, hey, Crypto, what's the matter? And he can't really respond in the way that we would like for him to. So we had to give him to what we were under the impression were the experts. Right. And <laughs> it was just our impression. But anyway... They said, all right, he'll be ready about 4.30 or so. So I show up at 4.30, and I wait, and I wait, and I wait. And about 5 o'clock, they say, okay, you can come back here now. The doctor will be in in a second. And about 15 minutes later, the doctor came in. And she was very uh, kind, I guess. She was very chatty. Yeah, very accommodating, but wanted to talk. And showed us the x-rays, about the eight different x-rays she took, and then talked about the results of the blood test, which I guess were inconclusive because she started asking saying, giving us the options of what we could do. She said, well, we could give him an uh, antibiotic to see if that takes care of it, or we could give him the steroids, but I'm afraid there might be a side effect there. Or we could give him the cough suppressant, but I'm afraid if it's an infection that that won't get in out of his lungs if he can't cough it up. Or I can consult you or give you a ref referral to this I guess, more advanced animal hospital down the road, and they can do like a lavage treatment on his throat and trachea culture and all these different and things. Get, get into his lungs and do cultures of that. Yeah. And, and just the dollar signs, dollar signs, dollar signs. Right. And the whole time she was talking, 
sometimes at the end of her sentences, she would use a vocal fry, which I don't know if you've ever heard that term before, but let me explain that briefly. If someone's talking and they go like this, <laughs> right, at that end, that's called a vocal fry. And uh, it's very annoying when people do that. Yeah, and she would also sometimes change the pitch at the end of her sentence that also led me to believe she wasn't sure what she was saying. So she would say, well, we could give him an antibiotic, but I don't know if that would be a good idea. Right. In fact, so it, it was a little bit perplexing because I had paid quite a bit at this point. Hundreds of dollars. Yeah, and then she says, what do you think we should do? <laughs> <laughs> like what you give me a few hundred dollars, I'll tell you. Yeah, I was uh, kind of fed up at that point, but I kept it together. And I said, well, let's try the antibiotics and see if that works. She said, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think we sh that's what we should do. Yeah, and I think that she would have said that with no matter what we said. But luckily, we picked right. and uh, <laughs> we, we were the vets that day. Yeah, and the good news is he hasn't coughed in a couple of days. He seems to be back his old self again. She kept saying, when we came back to check on him, he seems a lot brighter. <laughs> and I thought, that makes no sense. That's, so a, that's, a, that's a technical medical term for vets. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know what she meant. So I just said, I don't know what that means. <laughs> you can have to explain. Oh, he just seems, you know, more alert and, you know, uh, his old self. And I thought, well, you don't know his old self, but that's fine. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought, yeah, okay. I could tell he was feeling better or, you know, whatever fluid they'd given him, he'd responded to. So, you know, good on them for that. Yeah. I think overall, I'm just happy that he's feeling better. He's back to being his old hungry, sleepy self. Yep. Now he knows he's, he's ready to scratch at the door, let us know when we need to end the podcast episode. Which just happens to be right about now. So you check us out on those um, websites and Twitters and Facebooks and what have you, iTunes. We're on... Uh, more and more places every day. We just never <laughs> post there. Maybe if we had requests or <laughs> regular listeners who interacted, it would be more of a uh, impetus to do that. But so, so if this wasn't a hobby just for us, you might exactly. say, okay. Nevertheless, we soldier on. Indeed. Okay. Uh, let's go out now with a little bit of Colin Hay. We saw a, uh, we went to his concert a little while ago, and it was good. He's he's up there in years. He looks like Colin Hay's grandpa right now, but he still sounds like Colin Hay. Yeah, I don't know how old he is, but yeah, he still you know sounds the same. So good on him, I guess. He, you'd you'd um, you'd know him from his work on um, Men at Work. Yeah, Land <laughs> <laughs> Land Down Under and uh, all these other great hits. Uh, but thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. All right. Thanks, everybody. All right. Bye. I can get to sleep. I think about the implications of diving in too deep and possibly the complications, especially at night. I worry over situations. I know we'll be all right. Perhaps it's just imagination Day after day it reappears Night after night my heartbeat shows